I'm Sophie Dawson Dot. <laughs> crunchy. The crunch means it's time for another walk and talk. And this is episode 193 of the Sophie Art Podcast. It's a little podcast that I do about the art and things. Little Dennis isn't with us today. But it's absolutely freezing out here. And I think this will only be a little one today. I've got a very interesting topic. I've also got a bit of an apple stuck in my throat. <laughs> you know, can you hear the noises? It's weird, isn't it? There's lots of seagulls out here today. So if you're watching on YouTube at youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson, you'll be able to see the little seagulls and stuff. Seagulls are quite strange because the children ones, like the grey ones, they look very cute. When they get older, they suddenly look, most of them look a bit evil. Even though I love them, they've just got this essence of naughtiness about them. But today's podcast is going to be all about crop circles and it's, it's going to be about crop circles something I've just thought about like last I think it was last week to do with water and vibrations and also dimensions so I've not really looked into crop circles before but I always thought they were man-made. I always thought they were just things that, like pranksters. But last week, this thing popped up on YouTube, which me and my mum watched. And it was all about... I could try and put the link in the... Um, in the show notes, but it was a video which somebody had recorded it off a TV, I think, and it looked like it was quite an old documentary, like about 10 years or something. And what had happened was it was all about UFOs that the military had seen, but the second half of it was about these crop circles. So, what happened was there was, this, there was a story really about this bloke, this old bloke, who every morning took his dog for a walk. And he would walk through like a little field. He basically lived in the middle of nowhere. I think he lived in um, somewhere in England, in the middle of nowhere. 
than we did was he walked across this field every morning so he knew it like the back of his hand one morning he's walking across there and he saw what looked like lights like little orbs or something and well this gets very strange so what he said he saw was he started to see like the shadows of the trees were not behaving properly almost as if something was changing the the way shadows were working they were basically instead of basically he said there was these two trees and they were one shadow was going one way the other was going the other way very strange but what he said he saw was he saw a crop circle just form he saw it like a, a line going right across the field as if well as if by magic now this other boat comes on who's like a researcher and he started talking and he said about people who have seen these crop circles forming have, have they've just popped out of nowhere and what the first thing I thought when I heard that was about a few years ago I watched this thing on on YouTube by I think it was Carl Sagan I, again I'll try and put a link in the show notes I think but Carl Sagan was talking about what what it would be like for a a third what would it be like for a two-dimensional being to have a 3D object come into their dimension so because you basically because we're, we're third dimensional beings if there is like say something above us which is a higher like a fifth dimensional thing we wouldn't see it well we might see it but we wouldn't see it the way it really is we would only see it as a third dimensional thing so what the, the, the example Carl Sagan gave was imagine you've got this little 2D two-dimensional being like it's on a flat sheet of paper and you've got like a sphere which is the third dimensional thing if that third dimensional object interacted with the sheet of paper as it went through the sheet of paper the two-dimensional being would only see a circle so what it would see is it would see a little circle as the sphere interacted with the 2D piece of paper it would then see a bigger as the circle as the sphere moved down through the paper it would see a bigger circle until it started to get small again so basically it would see something pop in and pop out that's the first thing I thought was hang on what if these um, crop circles are basically other dimensional objects interacting with us but also you think about it like the wind so the wind blows how do we know the wind is blowing we only know the wind is blowing because we we see trees moving and we feel the wind on our skin or we hear the wind the thing is if we didn't have those three senses 
you wouldn't even know that the wind was there. So what, what is is, what if there's a sense that we haven't got, which is stopping us from seeing these, like, safe these whatever these crop circles are being created by. So we, but we've got the sense of vision, which allows us to see the crop circle. So it's almost like it would almost be like somebody who is blind. They can still feel and hear the wind. They just can't see it. What if that's what's happening with us? So that was the first thing I thought about. Hey, little squirrel here. I like little squirrels. They like apples. They normally eat apples when I give them apples. Yeah, they like little apples, they do. I like watching them munching on things as well. <laughs> They're cool, they are squirrels. They're probably quite angry at the minute. So that's the first thing I thought. Well, the, I've got a feeling these crop circles are, are linked with other dimensions. So I'm going to start like sort of doing some research into these crop circles because I always thought they were just um, people playing around. But the thing is, on that documentary, they even talk about that. They say what happened was the the government, or no, not the well, maybe somebody basically went around creating all these pretend ones to confuse the matters. So in other words, all the all the fake ones have sort of um, cluttered and belittled, I suppose, the real ones. But this is why that reporter was so good, the investigator, because he he's got all the, he's got all the knowledge and stuff. And he basically said, like, some of these are actually just unexplained things. So the other thing, well, there's two things here. One is, the other day me and my mum saw something in the sky. I've got to try and remember that. But I want to also say, you must have heard about this bloke who, what he does was, he got, like, pots of water and stuff. And it, I think he froze the water. He would like send, he would talk to the water and he'd say like love things, freeze the water, and what would happen is the water would have the structure of the water would form shapes. So if it if he sent loving vibes, the water shape the shape the molecules of the water create these like beautiful shapes geometric shapes if he sent negative vibes the water got all sort of just like chaotic really not structured at all and it worked not just with actual physical words but with thoughts and even if you wrote words on pieces of paper and stuck them to the side of the thing there's another bloke who did it with plants as well. So what that means is there's some sort of hidden vibrations and frequencies that we can't see, but we can actually see the results of them if we're paying attention. So again, what this happens, what, what it does to me is I've got this singing bowl at home and somebody, 
I think it's Dan on the podcast, on the Ascend podcast. He said if you um, put water in that thing and, and plate it, because what you do is you put this, you're like spinning the bolt. You put a, you got like a little drumstick really, and you basically rotate the drumstick around the bowl. It creates like um, it goes um, if I like that. But if there's water in the bowl, the water will start forming shapes. What it says is, vibrations can create, the vibrations are creating shapes. So, and because we're made of water, think about all these vibrations and frequencies that we're being bombarded with. They could be actually changing our, the, like the molecules, our actual the water that we are so if we've got imagine all the, if all our molecules are going crazy it's probably like coming out to us to make us feel crazy but if it's all loving things going in there that's when you're probably more in balance but so what I started thinking was what again what if these these crop cycles are some sort of vibration which is forming the crop cycles like the shapes also goes into what he was talking about because he said about after the crop cycles have like been created this investigator bloke they, what they notice is that time changes I, th- I think it was that when he said that what they did was they put a clock in the middle of the crop circle right they had these two clocks or watches or something both exactly the same they put one in the middle of the crop circle they took another one somewhere else when they brought them back together one in the crop circle was different the time was different almost as if the actual energy of that crop circle was now changing the time But what he was also talking about was how, well, like the shadows on those trees. The shadows on the trees were being manipulated by the um, by the crop circle. Also, this was quite interesting. The roots. This is how they can tell the difference between fake ones and real ones. On the real ones or the unexplained ones what happens is the roots of the of the um like the corn or or the grass or whatever the the roots are actually like um instead of going straight down like they, they should do the roots end up getting flipped horizontally so instead of coming down vertically they go vertic they go horizontally like instantly and he's basically he's basically saying that's you can't explain that so again what if there's some sort of vibration going on now it might be that it might be the same thing you might have like a say a fifth dimensional entity spaceship or energy it might just be an energy in a fifth dimension which is 
which is overlapping with this with this one this dimension that we're in and what it's doing is it's it's creating the shapes of the crop circles but it's also putting out like vibration so as the as the as like the circle is going through our dimension it's basically it's got like a vibration going with it which is changing all the the grass and manipulating the the time and stuff it's mad but the thing is this all makes sense like uh, well it goes back to that thing a few weeks ago I did a podcast about it was about the lost history of the um the earth One of the things they said was all these like buildings like the cathedrals and stuff they were really created by they weren't created by us basically they were we, we took them over in the 1800s and we pretended that they were ours but they wasn't and what he's talking about was on there he was talking about how, like the water the all these cathedrals are basically they're all about channeling energy and using water basically like free energy and stuff like that but when you look at that a lot of the stuff he's talking in there a lot of stuff he was talking about in that documentary about how these how the ancient civilizations were actually using water as like a free energy again because we're made up of water or a lot of the things he was talking about it seems to be very similar to these what they called crop circles but it's almost like the other way around so the the, the cathedrals and stuff like that is is our, is inside the system so in other words all the stuff he's talking about like harnessing the energy from the ether via these cathedrals and towers and stuff we can see that because we're here but what we can't see at the moment is what we can't see what the energy would be like because they've deactivated all of these cathedrals and stuff they've but the other but then these crop circles are like the other way the other way round so with the crop circles we're not seeing we're seeing with your crop circles we're seeing there's a doggy down here chasing the squirrels with the crop circles we're seeing the the end result that's it the cathedrals you're gonna when you're looking at a cathedral like with the um hey that's weird there's one in the distance oh where's that so when you're looking at the cathedrals with like the um pointy bits at the top and there would normally be a bell in there so what would happen is the the cathedral would pull the energy from the ether take the energy in they would then ring the bells inside of these cathedrals and stuff and like that would send out vibrations around the earth which they would use for healing and stuff like that so when we look at those cathedrals that's us looking at the device that would be used Whereas when we look at the crop circles, we're looking at an end result of something that's using the energy. 
of the ether. Do you see what I mean? But I, I, think, I think I understand it. There's loads of squirrels around here today eating their peanuts. I think you want to split them back or give them a bit of apple. There he is. It. Hey, one in. Hey, right. It's quite cold, isn't it? Yeah, there's another one in there. If you watch on YouTube. <laughs> oh, he's gone. Peanuts.com. Yeah, you doing alright? I'm good, thanks. <laughs> you doing alright? Yeah, just it's the hands, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking they must be hungry. Sorry. I was thinking they must be hungry. Yeah. Oh, they're always hungry. Yeah. And we take them to bed. Yeah. I see those two people every day in this park. How cool is that? Um, I think that's it for this one. <laughs> so basically, my sort of thingy majig is. I think there's something to these crop cycles. I really do. I think there's something to these crop cycles. Ah, oh, I nearly forgot, didn't I? So the other day, it must have been about 8 o'clock at night, me and my mum were outside. We went for a walk. That was it, yeah. We just went for a random walk. So we're walking around this, the block. It was very dark and very clear in the sky. So I looked up, you could see the stars and stuff. You could also see a, a big yellowy orange, let's say dot. At first I thought it was a star, but it was, it was probably about five times, six times the size of a star. So it was very big. But actually, I thought it was a, at first. I thought it was a plane. I thought it was like a plane or a helicopter. I thought it was a helicopter because it wasn't moving. So I, thought, I said, "That's a bit weird, isn't it?" So we both looked at it. And we, we both thought it's a bit weird. So we just stood there looking, looking at it. So I'm staring at it, and it was it was actually like hovering. So I kept looking at the other stars, and they were static. This object was very slightly like bobbing almost as if you know like when you've got something in the water like you put a ball in the water and it's like bobbing up and down it was like that very subtle you couldn't really see it unless you really looked at it my mum said oh it's a shame you haven't got your camera <laughs> but so but because uh, i didn't have my camera didn't have my camcorder with me but so we kept looking at it all of a sudden it gets really bright it gets really bright and probably about, I don't know, two times bigger. And all of a sudden, it disappears. And, well, we just we just stood there like, what's going on here? And I couldn't stop looking at it. I was like trying to find it. 
because I thought it must have gone behind the clouds or something. But you can, it, it just disappeared. Now, no, I'm not saying it's a, um, not saying it's an alien. But what I'm thinking is, again, you sort of think a lot. It, it's an orb, some sort of orb, which popped in and popped out. So again, that could have been like another, another, another object coming in and out of our dimension. It's very weird, but the thing is, when you see something like that, you can tell. You can tell when you're looking at something that isn't isn't quite normal because it's got a sort of it's got a vibe about it I suppose I just wanted to show that and I think the, the main thing I take away from that is keep looking up keep looking up because there's stuff up there and the thing is I reckon most of the time people are totally oblivious to what's going on above the reds, me and myself as well because <laughs> when you start looking up you realise that there's stuff going on up there and what I've noticed is a lot of these let's say phenomenon <laughs> phenomenon and spaceships and whatnot they're silent so you're not going to hear them so I'll just say get into the habit of looking up I think that's it for this one I hope you enjoyed that it's just a little thing about hey there's that um, thing that we were looking at it's the bombed out church yeah in Plymouth we've got this bombed out church that's what the um, thing was so basically you've got like a big what do you call it oh there's a bird up there I think I think there's a bird sitting on the top of it. <laughs> How cool is that? That's the thing with birds, they can, um, they can do whatever they want. So you've got like this orb thing at the top, comes down, like a spot, uh, what's it called? A chimney, massive chimney. And then you've got these big, big windows I suppose. That's it. So but what he's what you saying on that documentary, you were saying about like um when you look at things like that, they're actually they're more sort of like um they're not just structures, they're sort of um what's the word? Well like, almost like um well like you know how we've got electronic devices Basically, he was saying that those things there are sort of like machinery put inside of beautiful structures. It certainly makes you look at things differently. <laughs> but that's it for this one. All that's left is this week's inspirational quote. And I thought one earlier, which I like this. Hey, little um, seagull. Da -da -da. So my little quote for this week is do today whatever's won't, so you can do tomorrow whatever's can't.
Yeah, 